Yo, 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 what's up? Sorry, I don't know where that came from, but um, anyway, hi. It's <laughs> Greg Friel here from Freelance Music and Media, and this is Love a it. brand new podcast show that uh, I'm doing that is maybe a little less businessy and a bit more me. Uh, we're going to call it Friel style. So bad. Just everything is a terrible <laughs> one. Uh, and I'm joined here all the way from Sydney, Australia, with my new best friend, Darren from Suspended Animation. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Greg, how are you doing? And he hello, everybody out there. Thanks for having me on the show. Sure. Um, I was going to say good, good morning, good afternoon. What the hell kind of time is it over there? Just uh, now? It's now 7.18 p.m. P uh -huh. Okay, it's a, so it's like 10.18 a.m. here uh, in Glasgow, Scotland. Exactly. I mean, this I've, I've had a glass of wine. You've had a cup of coffee. <laughs> We're all good. Can I tell you, see, see if I was having a glass of wine at this, this time in the morning, it might be a bit of an issue. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, the, I mean, this is the, you know, what, the third or fourth time we've been, been chatting, I can't, can't remember. Yeah, um, But um, the, the first time we, we, we got talking, it was, it, the, the initial thing was, what time am I meant to be actually talking to him? Right, yeah, okay, it's 9.30 in the morning. And then my wife was like, Greg, the time difference to Sydney is like nine hours. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Um, she's like, that's 7.30 in the morning. So the first time I spoke to you, I'm like, hi, how are you? Matchsticks hey. in my eyes. <laughs> I think I had a massive like four or five hours sleep or something like that. Yeah, Crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah, um, anyway, so for the, for the folks at home, you know, let's just, a, a quick, who the hell you, you know, are you? And, um, and why the hell am I wasting my time talking to you? Yeah, very good question. Very good question, Greg. <laughs> so yeah, so hello everybody. Um, Darren Saul from Suspended Animation. And obviously Greg and I are kindred spirits and we share a passion for many things actually, but one of them in particular is social media and digital media marketing. So we're both podcasters, we're both digital marketers or social media marketers, and we can chat about our passion and, and, and execution of social media Till the cows come home. So, you know, we, you'll have to kick us off the stage. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be, can you, can you <laughs> shut up now? Can you please <laughs> shut up? Um, yeah, so we just kind of came up with this idea of just kind of coming on here and, and just kind of shooting the shit, as it were, really just kind of around anything and everything um, without necessarily a specific format. So, um, so I guess today, I mean, really, where's your head at with, with how your week's been, Any, anything kind of, exciting come you know that's kind of come your way um anything in the social media landscape that's kind of sparking your interest or anything yeah, creatively absolutely absolutely i mean one thing that's really taking off at the moment and it's really weird because like we both do a lot of podcasting and post podcasting has been around for a long time 10 mm -hmm. 15 years but i'm finding from the market that more and more people are jumping onto the podcast bandwagon there's more and more people wanting to be on podcasts as guests because we all want to market ourselves, um, you know, in a more sophisticated way. And we were just talking before the show about the difference between marketing and selling. Yeah. And nowadays you've got to be a sophisticated marketer and build a builder of brand. And that comes with social media and digital media. It's a massive platform for doing that. And everybody wants to be on a podcast. Everybody wants to tell their story get in front of an audience. So I'm finding that I'm getting people coming to me all the time, referrals of referrals of referrals. 
and networking groups saying, everybody says, I want to be on a podcast. So as soon as you have a podcast, you're like everybody's best friend. Yeah. So I'm finding podcasting is an incredible marketing hack right now. And it's, it's crazy because it's 10, 15 years down the track, but it's still as powerful, if not more powerful than ever. Do you think that, I mean, you know, the thing we've, we've spoken about before as well is the fact that because podcasting is passive consumption, yeah. you know, people can be busy doing any number of other things. And especially at the moment in the middle of a pandemic, it can be trying to look after your kids at home whilst working yeah. or, or, you know, trying to cook a meal or, or whatever. Uh, but you're able to, you listen to a podcast in the background while you're doing that. Do you think that because our lives are so busy and we're bombarded with so much different content all the time yep. that, you know, podcasting is just kind of sneaking in there because we don't actually have to give our full attention the whole time. We can actually just have it on in the background. A hundred percent, you know, and I, I, it's the same with audiobooks because it, it's a passive way of, um, retrieving information and expose yourself to information and you can just have it in the background while you're cooking while you're walking while you're on the treadmill while you're driving yeah. while you're working away and if for example you might you hear something that you think oh i didn't quite catch that you just rewind it and re-listen re, re mm -hmm. you can listen to the same podcast or the same audiobook many times until yeah. you get it all so even if you don't miss if you don't catch everything the first time listen to it a few times and you catch it so it's very passive but it's very powerful. I think the thing is as well, I mean, I was, I was doing a webinar uh, this, this, uh, this week, earlier in this week, and it was, you know, introducing people to the beginner's guide to, to podcasting. And one of the questions that I got asked from the people who were there was, and, and you get asked this, I'm sure you get asked this all the time as well, is what's the ideal length of time for a podcast? What's, yeah. you, know, you know, what should be this, what should be that? And what it comes down to is messaging and, and why you're doing it and, and, to what end and what style of podcast you're going to do. I mean, Joe Rogan's 100%. podcasts last for hours because it's just a bunch of guys yep. sitting around talking shit. Uh, yep. um, and it's very casual and relaxed. Whereas, you know, a business thing, it's going to be uh, more of a, a strict time grab, you know, because, yep. because you're thinking, well, someone's going to be listening to this on the way to work um, in terms of, you know, this is going to slot into their commute, commute. Yep. you know, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, do you find that that's the same? Do, you, do your clients ask you that, that same thing? Or Yeah, 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 they do. Like even just the other day, someone said, Darren, do you really think people are going to listen to a 45-minute episode? And I'll say, you know what? Like personally myself, if a podcast is less than 20 minutes or even less than 15 minutes, I, turn not, I tend not to turn it on because I like 30 minutes, 40 minutes of content. You know, I'm just getting started after 10 minutes. Yeah, you're just kind of getting yeah. into the, the meat and potatoes of it rather yeah, than, like, rather than just, over, yeah. who are you and what do you do? I mean, yeah, yeah like, we're, you know, exactly. we're really just getting to that, you know. Yeah. Um, but then... What about you? I mean, what do you prefer listening to? What kind of length? I really... I, I say The same kind of thing. I like I like when you know, there's something, you know, where you 45 to an hour. And sometimes yeah. if, if I'm listening to a keynote speech from somebody... Um, you, and there's like Q and A and that kind of thing. Then, I, then I love all that stuff. And I mean, certainly in the real world, whenever you know I'm actually commuting and going between meetings or whatever, then I'll have, I'll just have podcasts on all the time in the car. Yeah. Uh, and then it's you know, if it is a longer episode, I'll probably just get through that throughout the day. And um, and, and 
it just it kind of keeps you in that headspace as well you know quite, yeah, quite, yeah. quite a lot of the time I'll, I'll be listening to the kind of content that's maybe right for the next meeting that i'm going to as well yep, um, exactly it just kind of keeps me focused exactly and i find like my my uh I spend a lot of time in the morning when I first get up, like from say 5.30 to 7.30, working on all my social media and preparing my day. And I like that's to have insane. something I, I, that in, the, is in insane. the background. I know, e- even, with, even with the time change, you know, I'm kind of like, really? <laughs> I'm mad. So I'm actually, so I'll be going to bed in about half an hour because I'm, you know, starting to fall asleep at 8 o'clock. Oh my God's sake. <laughs> uh. But I like having that time, having a podcast in the background. So if it's, if I need at least an hour or two to keep me occupied. Otherwise, yeah. 10 minutes, I've got to keep changing channels. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You kind of, it's, it's like it's there and it's kind of ticking away. And, you, and you'll pick up certain things. And, you know, sometimes, certainly there's, there's episodes that are, like one of my favorite podcasts at the moment is uh, Masters of Scale. I think I mentioned okay. this to you before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's more of a produced sort of radio show kind of format. Um, and I, I really like it because it really goes into depth about you know that there's you know it can be how these guys grew skype and you know and all, yep. all of the you know the, the the big app um companies and developers and um and just different corporations over the past 20 30 years really but yep. um you know i'll listen to that but then i'll, I'll listen to the same episode again that you could, because you're kind of half listening sometimes and you can go what was that you said about that um and it really just it just you pick up something different every time yep yep absolutely totally totally agree you know it's nice to get the real get into real serious content go deep and then you really learn something Mm -hmm. so what what are you listening to at the moment but so um i listen to a number of different podcasts i listen to obviously gary v i love gary v yeah i think we both love gary v so i always listen to gary v yeah um, I love. I, I, to I swear too much anyway, but it kind of encur- <laughs> encourages me to swear more. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love um, uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Is it J JLD John Lee Dumas from okay. Entrepreneurs yep. on Fire? Love listening to him. I love listening to the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Yes. Yep. It's a great podcast. That's you really really good. About that. Yep. Um, who else is on my speed dial? Um, a couple of others, but you know, every day I listen to your podcast. Oh my God, really? Well, poor you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so lots of different stuff. Yeah, so um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. It, because there's so much now, um, depending on your mood, you kind of like, I'm in the mood for something businessy or I'm in the mood for something light. Exactly. You, you can really just kind of dip in, in and out of it. So yeah. what, what about the, you know, the future uh, of you know, voice, obviously, you know, because yeah. Alexa skills and voice recognition software, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously something that, that Gary V talks about a lot as well, yes. that, um, you know, if you're not there already, then you're going to be behind the curve, you know, and, you yeah. know, and how much search actually gets done now just by voice recognition. And I mean, I know that, uh, you know, my, my um, stepdaughter's kids that, you know, they're, yeah everything is voice you know they've got all of their device their ipads and their phones and, yeah. and you're like oh my god they just use this all the time and alexa and yeah and, and it's just it's the normal for them it is it is it's crazy you know and like i haven't even dived into the research of what will become of voice and how it'll um affect the marketing world but it's definitely true that 
you have to be on voice at some point and brand is going to be really important when you're on voice. So, you know, build your brand now and then however voice takes on a new form or how, however voice enters our lives, we'll be able to utilize it because we have the brand to go on it. But if you don't have the brand, you're really going to be behind. Yeah. Yeah. When voice starts. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and I think this is one of the things that, um, you know, we hear about a lot, you know, the, the future of, you know, what, everybody wants to know what's the next big thing, you know, and, you know, is it, you know, VR and AR and that kind of thing. And, yep. and certainly from the con- consumer perspective, you know, that is nowhere near about to happen. You know, there's, yep. there's, a, you know, there's a lot of things that people are like, yeah, this is really, really cool. And you're like, yeah, I can see where that you know, would work in a you know, B2B context or whatever, but we're not quite seeing people floating around, you know, with Oculus on all the time, you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. there's, exactly. there's not that many people who are actually spending that much time in VR at, at this stage. No, no. And I think a lot of, and what, what really is really interesting is the psychology behind it. Like a lot of people worry about which platform is taking off. What's the next technology is it going to be voice? Is it going to be VR? Is it going to be something else? Is it going to be hologram? Yeah. But none of that, none of that really matters as much as you better have a brand. Yeah. If you have a brand, you can do anything on any platform, whatever, whatever comes along, you just jump on it with your brand. But if you don't have a brand to start with, it's all over. Mm-hmm. So like for me, it's everything is about marketing and building your brand. You know, and if, the, if there's another, yeah, and that, that's all it is, you know, later on something comes along, don't worry, we'll just adapt our brand to that new platform or that new technology. And that's but the thing. I'm going to have the brand. But we, we were talking about this before, you know, the whole idea of your know, brand equity, you know, um, that if you're specifically just doing one thing, uh, and we're talking about a failure of brand in terms of certain people wanting to, to do things from the perspective of, or if you do this and use the keywords, to do with that particular subject, then you're going to show up in search, you know, and you're like, well, that's yeah. just a failure of brand, you know, whereas Absolutely. Google, what, what the hell does that mean? It's not actually saying anything, but now it's become synonymous with, oh, Google that, Google this, you know, I'll, I'll go on to yeah. Google for that. And you're like, uh-huh. So yeah. that's, you know, the success of, of a brand just becoming, it, it becomes everyday life. It becomes a byword for actually an activity or, or actually doing something. Um, Absolutely. You know, and, and funny, like I grew up more in the sales area and the sales arena. And I, you know, I learned sales and I studied sales and I really started to only think about marketing in the last few years. But for me, it's such a powerful force and I just enjoy marketing. I like selling. I like talking. I like selling, Yeah. but I just love marketing because it's based on psychology, based on yeah. human interaction. It's strategic. It's so interesting. But it can be personal as well. I think this is yep. the thing you know, we were talking about before that um, whenever pe- you hear people talking about, yeah, we're, we're a digital marketing agency. I'm like, really? Because it sounds like you're, all you're doing is constructing sales funnels. And that's sales yep. funnels, which yep. isn't marketing. No, um, no, and, and that I, I find that annoying because it's kind of like, for me, marketing is, is all about being creative. And, and that other thing is the opposite of that. That's, that's a num that's a numbers game. Uh, and it kind of pisses me off because I'm kind of like, you're, it's like you would give digital marketers a bad name. Whereas the other side of things is no, no, it's, it's value-based. We want to actually get to the, the heart of 
who you are as a business, what you're actually offering is going to be unique and what are you, you doing that's going to be of value to your potential customers. Um, 100%. And it's just, it, I, I get so annoyed. Yeah, we do digital marketing. No, you don't. You're one of these spam people. This is an, an e- you're going to be on an email list forever. And yeah. every, every, <laughs> every week just get these kind of, we've got a new, really you've got a new thing that I'm not even vaguely interested in. Uh, yep. It, yep. it, it does get frustrating. And, and, I, and what I love about marketing is it's really, it's part science, part art. As you say, it's creative. You know, you're a musician. You're a very artistic guy. Thank it you allows much. you, thank you. It allows you, you, you to. You didn't compliment me on my hair. I mean, come really. <laughs> you're it's a kind very of like, artistic guy with great hair, man. There we I go. Right. I mean, it's kind of. I wish I had your hair. It's kind of getting a bit out of control now with, the, with, you know, any more, a few more weeks of lockdown and I will literally be like, I don't know what, what the hell's going to be going on. But at least, at least you've been shaving. I can see you clean shaving. Yes, vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. My, actually, my, my, my younger brother um, in, uh, over the past week or two has decided to grow a beard and yeah. this is he's like none of us have uh, i've got two two brothers and none of us have ever had beards and it's the weirdest thing i'm kind of like dude can you, <laughs> you know yeah. but uh, it actually really really sits it but it's kind of like well you know you can try it just now because nobody's Absolutely. really gonna see you are you yeah. i try yeah. i tried growing a goatee once about 20 years ago and i just looked <laughs> i just looked like a sexual predator it was just yeah, it, was no, it was not a good look for me yeah i'm the same i was years ago i was traveling with some friends we were backpacking around europe and i had a a beanie on and i had a beard that i had grown for a few days and there was a poor lady that was just coming out of the supermarket with a shopping trolley she took one look at me she left her shopping trolley and she ran for a life. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought from then on, maybe I shouldn't grow. No, yeah, exactly. Maybe not. You know. But uh, it's, it's funny how that, you know, and actually this goes to the whole thing, but the marketing side of things is that, you know, appearance and, and each of these things yeah. is a reflection of who you are and your, your brand or whatever. And, and, and as much as I joke about it, like I'll joke about the hair thing, but People know me for being ridiculously vain and talking about my hair. It takes work and a lot of care to get Exa- that. Exactly. Just, you know, just right. Um, <laughs> but you know, th- these, are, these are really quite interesting things from the point of view of perception and perception of brand, brands and, and identity as well. Uh, I was talking on a previous podcast um, with a brilliant lady, Kirsty Mack, and um, we were talking about identity and and how I mean, she's she's got very um striking red hair totally fake no. red hair uh, <laughs> and, and that and but that's her thing and everybody yep. know, knows her as that and in the yeah. same way people tend to know me as the guy with the highlights and you know sad 80s guy but um <laughs> but you know we were talking about the whole idea of identity in, ter- in terms of informing ourselves about and feeling you know this is who i am and and if I, if I don't look like that and present myself that way, then yeah. I actually don't feel true to myself. And that's actually who I am. Uh, so true. I think I actually said some bullshit thing along the lines of it's the key to my superpowers or something. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I can totally see this kind of Clark Kent, Superman, <laughs> Superman kind of thing going yeah, on. Exactly. But, I mean, as much as that's bullshit, it's, it's kind of, it's really, I think it's true as well. I mean, there's how we present ourselves and how, you know, we're showing ourselves to the world and it's a reflection of ourselves and all of that. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, it really does go to the whole personal brand set of things. Not, not just the, the way you look, but when you feel a certain way, you're, you're obviously going to be giving off a certain energy. Um, definitely, and definitely. All of these things are, are brand in some way. 100%. And, and everybody's talking about that word authenticity nowadays. You know, authenticity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you could, you could define it a million ways. But if you, are, if, you, if you are who you are, you be who you are, you express yourself the way you want to express yourself through your dress, through your clothes, through your hair, you know, then you are, you are allowing yourself to be you and projecting your yeah. thoughts and your philosophy to the world and you feel comfortable. I think, I think it's that thing uh, we, when people say that, you know, the, the classic one is when people say, how do I be authentic? I'm like, wow, really? You just don't get this. Yeah. You know, you just be yourself. You know, when, exactly. when what you say and what you do are actually the same thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you got to be true to yourself. Um, Absolutely, man. But Absolutely. it's such a weird question, though, isn't it? It's like, how do I be authentic? I'm like, how, how little do you know of yourself that you yeah, have to ask yeah. that question? Yeah, yeah, and that's a really good point. I mean, people, you know, it's if you have to start fabricating what you're saying and how you're positioning yourself to the world, it's already all over. Yeah. Know, nowadays, you know, marketing is about people will know your people. Faking it. People knowing, yeah, exactly. People want to resonate with you for who you really are, and and it's actually a really good point. You can't please everybody. No, you, know, you I have mean, to. This is really this is point. like Seth Golden. The yeah, author of Mark yeah, I mean, that's one of his things. And it's, you know, and it's really, it's so true. And I quote him all the time with us, you know, it's like yeah. um, every, everybody is not your customer. Definitely love that. Yeah. You know, Seth Godin, when he does with his bell curve and he talks about, you know, taking that little chunk within the bell curve and focusing on nothing else, just focus on yeah. that and go deep. I love that strategy. I mean, the fact that he kind of looks a bit like Dr. Evil is, is slightly disturbing, <laughs> but um, but he is he is a genius at what he does, and I, and I do he love his I do love his books. I was actually listening to one of his podcasts, um, and uh, I'd actually just come back from I was doing a, a gig up up north in in, in Scotland, and um, so I was like so I had a, you know, about two two or three hours of podcasts kind of lined up to listen to in the journey up and going back down. So, um, and I was listening to Seth Godin on the way, way down. And the thing is, his content is so good in terms of what he is actually saying. You're like, wow, this is all brilliant. You actually yeah. get past the fact that he has the most annoying voice. Yeah, he's not, he's not a great reader. When he no, reads, he's like, you're kind of like, oh my God, it's really a monotonous voice. And so yeah. when I got home, I was, you know, I said to my wife, I was like, this is what I've been listening to. And she, she heard like 10 seconds. She's like, oh my God, what the hell is his voice? I'm like, yeah, but what he's actually saying is really, really good. Yeah, he's an absolute genius. I think oh, he's spot totally. on. He's absolute genius. I, agree. I think the thing is that's been amazing with with some of his content as well is that he'll he'll do. There was one that I saw and he and he he, he did. He was in a, a boat. He was sitting like in a canoe or something like that, and he literally went live on his phone, and he was talking for fifteen minutes without drawing breath or pausing. Wow! Wow! Um, about. The, you know, the specific subject yeah. and you're like that is that just there i mean it was just so articulate so focused and so on point you're kind of like surely he's got something just off to the side because it was just so incredibly well thought out and detailed that it i mean it's maybe it's just something from one of his books that's just there and it's, it's always yeah. just forefront of his mind but um 
Yeah, no, he's an incredibly sharp cookie. And, and I think, you know, especially with a lot of his, his books, there's always something different in each of them. Although yeah. it's, 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 a, it's marketing and it's brand and all these, all these things, you're always looking at something from a, there's, there's a little nugget that you can, oh, I haven't actually thought of it that way before. You know? Definitely, definitely. I've got, I've got all these audio books here lined up. So you've inspired me to start reading them again. I'm, I'm reaching across to um, my bookshelf. Have you seen this book? Building a story brand. No, I haven't heard. Haven't seen that book. No, good one. You will love it. Uh, right. I, okay, I just I just started it, and um, it's all about the key, you know, the key to being seen, heard, and understood. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's branding and the store, uh, creating a story brand, but from the perspective of thinking of it in uh, the hero's journey kind of structure in terms of like uh, movie structure and all that set of things. Yep. And it's it's the stuff that you kind of like yeah i mean that's we kind of know that anyway but it's kind of like highlighting it um and it just comes down to everything's a story beginning middle and end whether it's you know whether it's a a speech or whether it's a book whether it's a song whatever uh it's just gonna have that kind of structure but this kind of really clearly you know breaks it down in terms of okay you you want your brand to be the hero of the story and take you know the potential customer you know on that that journey through through your story and so then they buy into it and they really want to follow your brand uh, along exactly. along that journey um so yeah I'm, I'm, i've just kind of started reading it but i just, i love the whole premise of it and um and storytelling you know i mean that's where it's at isn't it oh absolutely nowadays like everybody wants to know the the who and the why behind the brand they want to connect with the story behind the brand, the, the journey, the evolution of the brand. So, you know, and that's something that I'm not great at. I, I tend to talk very factually and I don't go into a lot of detail into stories, but I'm trying to teach myself to give more information to the backstory and mm -hmm. the personal story, because I think that's what really connects with people. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, th I think for me, I, t I just tend to do stories. I Yep. stories is yeah, you're, just, a, you're a natural you're a natural uh, you're, thank you very much it's, it's just kind of how my i'll just i'll just come on talk to you like every day there and you can just say i'm awesome right <laughs> um but it's but that's just kind of how i connect with with people um yep. i mean the, the the downside is is that if i have a meeting with somebody you probably should set aside a couple of hours because <laughs> i don't really i don't really like having short meetings with people yeah um yeah. you know i mean i know i should from a business perspective and you know, like cramming as many meetings as you can. But yeah. I, I kind of like getting into, you know, their story and, and finding out more about them. And actually when I have that first meeting with, with people, if I, if, if I, you know, connect with them and then that, you know, you, you just like, well, you know, who is it you, you really are and what, what is it that makes you tick? And um, I think that's the stuff that really resonates with people. Um, an understanding Definitely. it's kind of like the wizard of oz thing you know it's like what's going on behind the curtain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 too true i mean if you're really building such great rapport and you can have those longer meetings then i think you should have those longer meetings because those longer meetings will 90 percent of the time turn into some something serious something yeah. you know fruitful because you are really connecting exactly i mean and rather than kind of you have that half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. So we'll follow up next week. We'll follow up and you have 10 follow-ups. 
just do them all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and, and, real, and really understanding, you know, well, I think, I mean, I've, certainly there's been a, a few people who I've met um, in recent months, um, and even online as well, actually, um, just you've since all this craziness started hey, on Zoom. Don't tell your wife about that. <laughs> not that kind, not, not those kind of services, but um, but in terms of actually having you know those those business chats with people about yeah. stuff that um, really resonates, and you know, and you, you have that sort of meeting of minds about things. You're kind of like, yeah, you know, this makes a lot of sense to me, and it makes a lot of sense to you, and um, and then you find that you know what, you're somebody actually I want to work with, um, exactly, rather than some half an hour, 45 minute meeting with somebody where you're trying to, you're dancing around trying to work out whether is this a waste of time or are you going to be, <laughs> or is it going to be useful? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I can't be bothered with that really. Are, are we just, if, you, it, if you're really connecting with someone, you'll find a way to work with them because you want to. Yeah. 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 It's an um, incredible phenomenon. Yeah. But I, I think what it comes down to, and, and, and I think you, you're, you're very much sort of cut from the same cloth that, it's about people. Yep. And, and it, that whole psychology thing is, you know, that's, that's the fascinating thing, understanding human behavior, why people yeah. do the things that they do and why they're interested in certain things. And that's kind of, that's what excites me about the marketing side of things. Ah, oh, me too. I mean, that's, everybody always says to me, why, what do you love about social media marketing? Why, how did you become a social media marketer? I said, I, I think at the, at the core, I love people. I love I always have. I love interacting with people. I love studying people, observing them, seeing what makes them tick. And social media is just a fantastic playground for adults yeah. to observe each other's behavior. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. From a marketing um, point of view, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw an, an exit set in here. Um, ah, just, kind nice. of, just sort of put you on, on your toes. Um, stress. If you could say one thing to a business just now, uh, one piece of advice on exactly where we are at the moment, uh, uh, yeah. which which is obviously this is it's such a strange thing that the entire world is going through this same thing at the same time. We're not dealing with different things. There's this overriding carnage and horrendous yeah. kind of situation. Um, yeah. But if you were to give one piece of advice to businesses in terms of how to deal with this just now and how to, how to go ahead um, from, from a marketing perspective, a branding perspective, what would that be? Yep. Uh, I would say two things. Be extremely engaged in your marketing activities, you know, and whether they, and when I say marketing, it doesn't have to be just social media marketing. You know, marketing is, comes in many forms, but social media marketing is a very important part of your marketing strategy and you definitely need to do it but be incredibly engaged in your marketing activities and be incredibly consistent because a lot of people jump in, they get excited about marketing for a week or two for a month and then they forget about it. Or when we come out of this, possibly, you know, things start to get better in the next two or three months, they might let their marketing down a little and forget about it. Yeah. So I think it's really important to start now, execute your marketing daily if you can and continue that for as long as you can, because you know, as we, as we're talking about everything about today is about brand building your brand, you know, and that's going to really, and if, if this period has taught us nothing, or has, no, if this period has taught us anything, it's how important a brand is because only the biggest brands can survive in a market like this. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Definitely. it's so important. I think, what about you? I think the thing is, um, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying there. I think an awful lot of businesses are scared to put themselves out there for fear of being judged. They're thinking, am I going to be seem to be unfeeling or uncaring? Like I'm, I'm just trying to make money uh, or as if they're maybe tr exploiting people at a, a difficult time. And, and I think people need to get past that. You know, at the end of the day, the economy needs to continue um, and people do need to make money. Businesses need to continue to not just survive, but thrive. Um, yep. But there's ways to do that that can be helpful and um, of value to potential customers uh, and you know, existing customers at, you know, at this stage rather than just a sales advert. You know, um, Absolutely. That's so true. And I, and I don't think... Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with um, even potentially reducing your rates or your fees in times like this, because it's, you know, you want to, you want to help allow people to access what you can give. Yeah. Um, and doing that, it still gives people, gives people back yeah. something, they're learning, you're, they're learning from you, you're getting, they're getting expertise and it's building your brand at the same time. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I think certainly I mean, that's one of the things I've been doing. I've been doing one-to-one -one coaching um, on on social with uh, with businesses, and and I'm doing that at a reduced rate just now, and because I just think it's the right thing to do. Uh, and yeah. to quote Gary Vee, "The right thing, doing the right thing, is always the right thing." I agree. You know, you know? I agree. And uh, I, was, I had a really interesting lady on a, my podcast yesterday. Her name is Chella Diaz from California. And she's the money relationship coach. Yes. Fantastic lady. And I learned so much from her. And one of the things she said is she said, never do anything for free because you need an exchange of energy that comes with currency. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing wrong with doing things at a discounted rate, you know, to help people. And that builds your brand accordingly, it even strengthens your brand because you're willing to, you know, be human and be empathetic to another person's position. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we could sit here and talk shit for days. We could, man. We could. Um, it's really. <laughs> but yeah, we should probably show up at some point. So, um, Eric, um, let's call it quits. But you know, we're going to catch up again soon, Definitely. and we're going to continue continue to bore the ten people that yep. uh, are going <laughs> to listen to us. Darren, it's good to talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, good on you. Thanks, Greg. Been a pleasure, man. All right. Take care. Bye. Yeah.